I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast, where today I'm talking about how having goals can actually help us feel less stressed. I want to share a story with you today about how I got my dream job, but I still wasn't happy, at least not for long. You might have heard me talk about how I spent 11 years in university. Yep, that's 11 years after high school. Actually, when I first went to university, I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. I think, actually, when I first started school, I wanted to be a lawyer. Thankfully, I realized pretty quick that was not the career for me. I remember I didn't even really like the first couple psychology classes that I took. I found them kind of boring and they weren't my best grades. Thankfully, around my third year in university, I happened to sign up for this class called Introduction to Clinical Neuropsychology. I don't think I really knew what the class was about. I probably signed up for it because it fulfilled some requirement for my degree, but it ended up being a great decision. In this class, I met a professor who would change my life. Her name was Dr. Margaret Crosley. Each week, she would come in and tell us about amazing things the brain can do. And she would also tell us about how things can go wrong when people have an injury or an illness that impacts the brain. For example, there's this really interesting thing that can happen with certain types of brain injuries called visual neglect. What happens is there's nothing wrong with these individuals' eyes. They can see perfectly fine, but because of an injury to their brain, they start ignoring half of the world. It's almost like that half of the world doesn't exist to them. So they start doing things like bumping into doors because they fail to recognize how much space they actually need to get through the door. Or you put down a plate of food in front of someone with visual neglect and they'll only eat half the plate. Even though their eyes can see it fine, their brain isn't able to process that information. Pretty neat, right? Some of the things our brains can do are pretty remarkable, and this class really got me interested in finding out more. So I spent a couple years bothering the supervisor until I convinced her to be my supervisor. I went to graduate school, I graduated, became Dr. Byers, and then was fortunate enough to get my dream job. I worked really hard in university for 11 years, and I got the job I had always wanted, where I was working in a hospital close to home. I had wonderful colleagues. I really liked the people that I worked with. I was working with patients and families 
of individuals who had had illnesses or injuries that had impacted their brain, helping them prepare for their future, understand how these changes in their brain have impacted their daily life, things like memory, concentration, and problem solving, and helping them live their fullest life possible. And for the first few years, I was pretty excited. I felt like I was learning new things every day. Like I said, I love my colleagues. I work with a great group of people, and I was pretty happy. Then, about five years into this dream job, I realized I wasn't as excited to get up and go to work anymore. I wasn't frustrated or unhappy really at work, but I wasn't feeling that same excitement, that same drive, that same passion for my job. And I thought to myself, what the heck? I worked so hard for so long, and this was my goal, and I made it. I had got the thing that I wanted. I got my dream job. It even came with benefits and a pension and my own office. No windows, but that's okay. It's in a hospital. I should be happy, right? But I wasn't. Something was missing. So I started to think about what was going on for me. Why I wasn't happy in my dream job anymore. I busted out my lists because I like to make lists. And I wrote down all the pros and cons of my job. After a bunch of soul searching, I realized what was missing was I didn't have a goal anymore. I had reached my dream goal with my dream job. And it was fun for a while. At a certain point, there weren't really any opportunities for me to grow in this position. There wasn't really anything I could work towards in terms of promotions, new skills, new learning opportunities. And there were a few of those, to be fair. I got involved in some different teams, some different research projects, and that was fun for a while, but it still wasn't lighting my heart up. I wasn't feeling that same passion that I had felt years ago when I sat in the room and first learned about this profession called neuropsychology and how incredible our brains are. I wasn't feeling it anymore. I realized my brain was bored. I'd reached my goal and my brain had nothing else to work towards. Has this ever happened to you? You reached a goal and thought it would feel amazing, and maybe it did for a little bit. Then you started to feel kind of lost and unfulfilled, maybe like something was missing. Our brains need to have goals. They don't have to be big goals, but our brain needs something to strive for. Our brains want to be constantly growing, constantly developing. And if we don't have goals that we're reaching towards, our brains can get kind of stuck. And this leads us to feel stressed. My brain was bored. I wasn't feeling challenged at work. I didn't have a goal to work towards. And I was feeling kind of antsy. I felt like I didn't have direction. I was finding that I was a little bit more stressed and tense than usual. And it was making me feel more stressed and overwhelmed. When our brains don't have goals to work towards, it can lead our brain to start to worry, to think too much, to overthink what's going on. And this just causes stress. 
here are some signs that your brain might be lacking goals or needing some direction right now. Are you finding that you're not excited about work anymore? Maybe it feels like you're just putting in the hours, you know, you show up, you get your work done, but you're not really feeling excited at the end of the day. Maybe you talk about your day with your spouse, but there's nothing really in your day that's lighting you up anymore. Maybe you're coming home and you're feeling burnt out. You just want to plop on the couch, turn on Netflix and not do anything. Maybe you're even finding it's a bit hard to get up and get motivated in the morning. Maybe like me, you notice that you're feeling a little bit tense or a little bit restless in your mind or your body. Are you looking at the lives of others and wondering, why are they so happy? What is it that I'm missing? Do you feel like something's missing? Any of these sound familiar? It might be that an area of your life needs a new goal for your brain to strive towards. I know I'm talking a lot about work goals, but it's important that we have goals for all areas of our life. Goals for work, goals for our relationships, whether it's family or friendships, goals for our health, goals for our finances. It's possible to be lacking a goal in one of these areas, but to be really happy in a lot of other areas. But that one area can kind of nag at our brains, can hold us back, and it can cause us more stress. Here are three reasons that our brains need goals. Reason number one, think of our brains like muscles. They like to work. You know, when you first start going to the gym, you're pretty sore afterwards for a day or maybe even two or three, depending how long it's been since you've been to the gym. But after you've been going regularly for a while, doing the same exercises, you notice you're not getting sore anymore. That's because your muscles are getting stronger. If I keep going to the gym and doing the same exercises every day, eventually my body's not going to keep getting stronger, right? When we exercise, we change things up. We use bigger weights, or we do more reps, or we throw in a different class that we're not used to doing. All of this keeps the muscles in our body getting stronger. Works the same way with our brains. If we aren't challenging our brains, they aren't going to keep getting stronger, and they start to feel frustrated and tired. Setting goals is one way to strengthen the muscle of your brain, and we all want strong brains, right? Reason number two, that our brains need goals. Goals keep our brains looking to the future and looking to the future with optimism and excitement. This can really help reduce stress. If I'm pointing my brain towards a goal that I'm really excited about, whether it's a goal at work or a fitness goal or a relationship goal, pointing it in that direction lets my brain release a whole bunch of happy messages to the rest of my body. My brain says, yes, I have purpose. I have something I'm working towards. This is fantastic. Your body is going to feel better. I'm going to have more energy because I'm working towards this goal. I'm going to stay motivated day to day, and I'm going to feel less stressed and happier. Without goals, if my brain looks to the future, it might feel uncertain. 
I might wonder, what's next? And maybe I end up feeling bored like I did when I was in my dream job. Or maybe our brains feel a bit scared because they don't know what's going to happen next. We don't have something that we're working towards. That uncertainty can be really hard on the brain. Having a goal takes away some of that uncertainty. That means when I come across challenges day to day, my goals and my future can keep my brain on track so I can better handle that uncertainty. Say I get to work and all of a sudden my computer dies or something goes wrong with a project I'm working on or I come home and my kids are bickering and I want to rip my hair out. All of these things happen from time to time. Sometimes and often things happen that are out of our control. But if my brain has this goal that it knows it's working on, it is easier to deal with those tough times. By pointing my brain at the direction I want to go, those stressful things seem less stressful for my brain. I'm better able to regroup, refocus, get over that junky day at work, keep moving forward. Reason number three that our brains need goals. Having goals means our brains are always learning. To reach most goals, we need to learn something new, right? Think about if I'm going to start a new business. I probably need to learn about marketing. Maybe I need to learn about bookkeeping. Maybe I need to learn about hiring staff, about managing staff. There are a ton of skills that I would need to learn to start a business. Maybe my goal is to have a happier marriage and I need to learn some new communication skills to work on with my partner. Maybe my goal is to lose weight and I need to learn some new diet tips or some new exercise routines. Goals mean learning for our brain. It's pretty hard to think of a goal that we can achieve without learning something new, right? The good news is our brains love to learn. It keeps our brains active. Again, think of your brain like that muscle. If my brain is always learning new skills, it's going to be much happier day to day. As an added bonus, we know from the research that ongoing learning actually can help us live longer. People who are regularly learning new skills, keeping their brains active, tend to live longer than those people that aren't learning all the time. So setting goals can actually help us live longer. Bonus, right? I know we hear all the time about how doing too much or being too busy is bad for our health, but doing too little is also hard on the brain. We all know that when we're stretched really thin, when we're taking on too many responsibilities, it can be really tough on our minds. We feel stress, we feel overwhelmed, we feel under pressure. But the opposite can happen too. Remember, our brains are like a muscle that wants and needs to be used. So if I am spending all day sitting on my couch hiding under the covers in bed, my brain is only going to like to do this for so long. After a while, I'm going to notice that my energy is way down, my motivation is going to tank, 
and my brain is going to start feeling more stress and anxiety. Our brains like to be active, just like our bodies. And when we're not doing enough, when we're not keeping our brains active, when we're not setting goals and working towards them, it can be really hard on our minds and bodies. Once our brains start to feel this stress, it changes how we think, how we act, and even our health and how we feel. Keeping our brains motivated with goals can improve the health of our whole bodies and our minds. So here's what we can do. We can always have a goal. Right now, pull out a pen and a piece of paper. Side note, our brains learn and remember much better when we actually write things down with a paper and a pencil. They learn way better with these old school methods rather than using some type of electronic system like putting it in your smartphone or your computer. Paper and pencil helps our brains learn. Also, if we're just thinking about our goals, they're not going to be as meaningful or as strong for our brains. Writing our goals down sends a message to our brains that these goals are really important and they need to be taken seriously. It doesn't have the same effect if you just think about it. So for real, pull out a paper and a pen. Then set a timer for 10 minutes and I want you to brainstorm any goal you can think of. Let your mind go wild at this point. Write down goals for work, for your job, for your career, goals for your relationships, your family, your friendships, goals for your health, maybe goals for your weight and your fitness, financial goals, any goals you can think of. No judging or criticizing allowed. Let your mind be brave. Think of any goal you could imagine. There can be some short-term goals and some long-term goals. Just write them all down. Once you're done this brainstorm, take your list and read it out loud. As you're reading that list, pay attention to your body. When you get to a goal that makes your heart flutter a little bit, maybe makes your stomach feel a little bit uncertain, that's a goal that's important to your brain. It might feel a little scary reading that goal, but that fear is actually your brain's excitement about that goal. We want to pick goals that make our brains excited. Otherwise, we're not going to follow through. Yes, I can set goals that seem good, like maybe I want to lose five pounds. But if that doesn't really get me excited, how am I going to stay on track? I'm not. My brain is going to lose interest pretty quick. Maybe instead a goal like, I want to run a 5K next summer makes my heart flutter a little bit. There's the goal that I want to focus on. Pick the goal that makes you feel a little bit scared. That fear is actually excitement in disguise. And having a goal that sets our hearts on fire a little bit is going to keep our brains focused and keep our brains on track. Now, write that goal down somewhere that you can look at it whenever your motivation is feeling low. Whenever your energy's down, you had a junky day, you come home, you just want to sit there. Pull out that goal and read it to yourself. 
our brains are really quick to get distracted and it can be easy to forget what our goals are. By regularly and consistently reminding ourselves of our goals, especially when times are tough, we can keep our brains focused on the future and keep them moving forward. I write my goals down all the time to keep them fresh and at the top of my mind, especially when I'm having a tough day and my brain needs that reminder of why we're working so hard. Anytime you feel like your brain is running low on energy, you're having trouble getting motivated, you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, pull out that goal and remind your brain to focus on that future. Remind your brain of why you're working so hard. When I realized that my own brain was bored because I'd reached my goal of my dream job, I realized I needed a new goal. I actually ended up leaving my stable nine to five job with benefits and pension and venturing out on my own to start my own business. But that's a story for another day. Now my brain has a new goal and I remind myself of that goal every day. It helps me feel less stressed. I feel more in control and I feel more confident making decisions in my life. Our unique personality can also impact how we handle stress and whether or not we reach our goals. If you want to learn more about how your stress personality might be impacting your goals, head on over to my website at drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz to take my free stress personality quiz. I'll put the link in the show notes for you as well. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.